episode of That Tattoo Show. Yes, it's me, Paul, doing the intro for a change because Chris is going to uh, tell you a little bit about this week's episode in a sec. Uh, this entire episode is all about the pros and cons of sponsorships, uh, and it came about because of a post that Derb Morrison made couple of weeks ago by the time you're watching this that Richie Bulldog commented on from Hustle Butter and then uh, Chris commented back. Chris sent me the post, asked me what I thought about it. We got into a conversation about sponsorships uh, that rolled and rolled and rolled and we decided, you know what, we'll stop talking and we'll have a conversation on the show. So, Chris, what happened, mate? So, Am I supposed to introduce you? I don't need to fucking introduce you at this point. Like, Chris is here. <laughs> right, I'm here. Chris is here. We've been here for every three week. years. It don't matter. It's We're here every, every week, week every, every Sunday. Sunday. Yeah, all that nonsense. You could tell Paul's not used to doing the intro. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not used to doing the intro. Uh, and I, I don't care. I don't think we need an intro but at this point. It's like, we should just go hello and just start talking. You should know who we are by now. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't know, Derb... Morrison has got a page and it's like, I think it's called like the guy with a sign or something like that, where he puts like these posts up where he's written something on like a cardboard sign. And one of the posts he made was you're sponsored, but you never tag your sponsors. And I was like, okay, that's an interesting kind of like way to look at things. Cause you know, you do see that happening over the years. I've seen people that are sponsored by certain companies and they just take the product and put it in the, in a drawer and never use it but Richie Bulldog then shared that and the post I'll just read it out so you'll have to bear with me um, it says because real is important or you've been tagging other tattoo care companies and products as we supported with products and love continuously over the years it's all love but love has got a thin line I only respect those who respect mine you can't knock the hassle shout out to Derb Morrison for holding the sign up while holding us all down now I was like looking through the comments and I just feel like it didn't trigger me, but I have an interesting kind of like point of view when it comes to that side of the tattoo industry. And again, this is no, like, I, I, I think I said it to Richie Bulldog, you know, much love. This is not a dig at him. This is just merely my opinion on that specific comment. Um, so I suppose I'll read out what I said. So my response to that post, or not necessarily Richie's post, but to the sign was, it also goes both ways. Some brands that have way too many sponsored artists often overlook the people they sponsor. They expect to be tagged in every post, yet don't reciprocate by sharing the posts. They expect banners to put up to be put up at tattoo conventions, but don't contribute towards the booth. You know, there needs to be more uh, exchange of value on both sides and maybe a restructure of what it means to be a sponsored artist. Pro team is just promotional team, realistically. You know, people make a lot of money off the backs of artists sharing products for the artists to have very little in return. However, some companies, they do have it right. They give artists affiliate links and for each sale they generate through the link, the artist gets like a 10% kickback. And, and that that is something that companies do do currently. Um, it adds up and it can be used to help fund going to conventions and, and other things like that. I said the system or that system, in my opinion, is the better option going forward. You know, everyone makes some money. Companies get better promotion due to the better incentive and artists aren't having the piss taken out of them for being made to promote the shit out of a product in exchange for stuff that costs a few bucks to manufacture. 
let's be honest, how many other companies in different industries sponsor people or have pro teams without actually putting their hands in their pockets? And I, I think that's the bit that gets it for me. It's like, if you look at other industries, like if you are a sponsored artist or on a pro team, like the companies look after you. Yes, they give you free products, but if you're going to events and things like that, they help fund that. And I think with tattooing, what has happened over the years, companies have just kind of gone, well, we'll give you loads of free stuff, which costs us pennies to make. Uh, you've got to do this, 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 this. When you go to tattoo conventions, you've got to put all our banners up and you've got to do all this stuff. And we will not help with any of the funding. So like that was my kind of like, obviously my take on the sign itself. And yeah, it led into a conversation on me and Paula. So what do you think, Anne? What? what do you think? So, do you think I, I, I think I articulated myself quite well enough? I think you did well. I think you did very well, mate. Uh, I, th I think that, you know, I could, as a sponsored artist, I'm not sponsored by either of those companies, but as a sponsored artist, I could hold up a sign that says, you sponsor artists, but you never share their work. Yeah. You know, just, just as easily. Uh, and also, uh, you know, you talk about love and family and brotherhood and all of this sort of stuff. But if, if you have got a family and you only share work by two of your family members, every other family member feels like a ginger hair step kid. Are, are right? there other hair colours are available? <laughs> I, I can't talk for Derb and for Hustle Butter, but, um, of the pro team deals that I've seen, some of the ones that I've signed and some of the things that I've done, um, what I would tell you is that they don't promise any form of promotion. All they ever say is, we'll give you free products and you tag us in these posts. So I think it's perfectly fair enough for, um, for Derb, and Richie to complain about doing a deal and then the artist going back on it. Oh, but I yeah. think there are reasons why the artists have gone back on it and and why this um, this arrangement doesn't work in the long term. But just for clarity and for balance, I don't think that either Derb or Richie are wrong in going, look, man, you know, I've kind of sent you all this stuff and your end of the, the bargain was that you're supposed to tag me in every post that you do and you haven't done it. Now, I would argue that I, I wouldn't have done a deal that involved just that, but yeah. that's not what they've done. That deal's been done and the other party is not sticking to it. So it's kind of fair enough. But what I wanted to talk about, because it's what me and Chris ended up talking about, was is the sponsorship... Um, the whole sponsorship idea is it fundamentally broken and we need to rethink it at this point because we were trying to work out how long we think sponsorship deals have been going on in, in tattooing to this level and we think it's got to be 15 or 20 years at this point it's definitely like 10 to 15 years they have been going on the level of this you've got an industry that is very new to the idea of sponsorships, not fully knowing like what they can and can't ask for when it comes to a sponsorship or not, maybe not even realizing that they can negotiate it. And they are just so excited to get, you know, be like, Oh, I'm on the team that they don't realize that they can be like, actually, do you know what? Yeah. Let's sit down and let's talk. Yeah. You know, and, and what, what they've done then is companies, you know, many companies within the industry have then turned around and gone, right, well, we can take advantage of, you know, the lack of knowledge that this industry has and gone, you know, we will give you 
two tubs of whatever a month and yep. you you have to do this 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 and this for it like don't get me wrong like you know put in a hashtag or just tagging somebody in the post that you make for free product is not that much of a big deal to do yeah but then if you're being asked to like put banners up in tattoo conventions and that's where they need to kind of do the negotiating yeah. at that point and going like all right cool if you yeah. want me to go to a tattoo convention and you want to use my advertising real estate in my booth that I've paid for, then you need to contribute it. Like you, you need to put some money so towards before it. Before we go any further, let me let me explain to you in case you don't know, because you might not, uh, what is a sponsorship deal? So a sponsorship deal is an arrangement uh, in which one party, typically a company or organisation, provides financial support or resources to another party, such as an individual. That's you. So, um, so basically, company will approach you and go, we really love your work um, and we'd like to sponsor you. We'd like to add you to our legend team, pro team, sponsored artist program, whatever the fuck it is that they want to an- add you to. And then you've, you know, they, they send you over usually a contract. Um, in, in Quite honestly, I, I don't sign the contracts very often. I do all my deals verbally because if I don't, you know, if I don't trust the, the people enough to just do a handshake, then I don't bother. As a couple where I've had to do it um, because it was bigger companies. I've got a couple of different kinds of sponsorships, right, um, that I think are relevant to the world of tattooing. So one of them is celebrity or influencer sponsorships. And I'll come back round to this later when we're, we're talking about how the money's work out and everything, where brands may collab- collaborate with popular celebrities or social media influencers, i.e. that's us as tattooists, right? to promote their products or services to a broader audience, i.e. your audience. These deals often involve endorsements and social media promotion. All right, so that's one way that you can you can be asked to to work with a company uh, in some form of sponsorship, and the other one is product sponsorship. Now, this involves providing products or services in exchange for promotion. For example, a company might provide equipment to a sports team in re- in return for having their logo displayed during games. So, like yeah. you know, that tattoo show could go to you know Catsall youth team and go, we're going to buy the whole kit for this season but it's going to have that tattoo show written on the front of it, right? Yeah. So that's um, that's one kind of deal. Uh, generally, the way the, the tattoo pro team deal or whatever it is that they're called, the way they work is more in the lines of the celebrity or influencer, um, but they... Uh, they don't involve money, so it's somewhere between that and product because they. I I don't think I've in the world of tattooing I've not been offered a sponsorship deal that included cash or any financial support whatsoever. Um, it's always pretty much restricted to I'll send you X amount of product and you uh, do this. Yeah. The the problem that I've seen with the contracts is that they expect three pages of, you know, commitments from you and there's one paragraph of the company's commitment. So it's really skewed towards the company. We'll yeah. send you a load of free stuff, and but you have to do all this work, right? Which, like Chris is saying, includes having, you know, tagging every single post, uh, then putting the logo up on your banner 
in a in a convention, whether the company have financially helped you or not, or or anything. Um, sometimes it involves displaying the product in your booth as well. I've seen that as well, where you're expected to have the have the product on display with the logos facing forward, um, and all that sort of. You know, and when I look at these deals, the reason I don't do many of them is I go, nah, mate, fuck off. You're not having any of that. At the end of the day, right, you, you're literally there to promote yourself and not to be uh, a billboard for other brands. It's like, yeah, if you use it and it's going to be out on your workstation, fair enough, it's going to be there. But like when they ask you to put it out on your table that you're using to yeah. display your artwork and maybe sell merch and things like that, you know, it's, I think it's asking right, too so much. For a little bit more clarity, because I think that... Um, it's important that I mention to you what my mindset is and why my mindset is this way. As you all know, uh, I spent a big chunk of my life in the music business. Uh, growing up in the music business, um, all of the older guys around me that were like, keep your publishing, keep your publishing, don't do this. In, in the music industry, you've got... You end up with a manager that wants 20%. You've then got a publisher that wants 20%. Then you've got a booking agent that's probably going to want 20%. Uh, no, actually, no, the, so you've got your manager wants 20 Your publisher will want 50 to 60% of your income. Your booking agent will want 20%. And then your record company, on average, wants between 87 and 93% of your income. So growing up, um, I was... You know, I was taught to be very careful about contracts, hang on to everything that you own, never sign away your your merch, never sign away your logo, don't sign away your music and your publishing unless you absolutely must, you know, all that sort of stuff. And sponsorships and all that sort of stuff were a, another thing that I was always very, very wary of, you know, and, and I, because I was just brought up to be wary of this sort of stuff because of the nature of the music yeah. business. So I want to just run down... Before we get into the solution section of this show, uh, I want to run down the the disadvantages of having a sponsorship deal. So, as you know, as you know, sponsorship deals can be advantageous for you, uh, but they're not without you know drawbacks and problems, right? So you get this thing called loss of autonomy. So accepting a sponsorship deal often means that you give the sponsor some level of control or influence over your activities or image. Can I, 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 uh, can you I might need to say something there, though? Right. Obviously, is that only applicable if you have a contract with them? No. No, because if you if you do a handshake deal, right, if you do a handshake deal, that is that is a legally binding contract. So verbal contract is as legally binding as a, re- a written one. If they don't... It's like what you said before, isn't it? It's like... the. the they, they turn around to you and say, we will give you this stuff, right? And you can use it yep. and just tag us. But there's no exclusivity there. So like, you know, are they, I know I haven't had people say to me, you know, in certain deals where like you specifically have to use our stuff. They've turned around and said like, well, we'll give you our products, tag us in the posts, but they've not said you cannot use anyone else's stuff. So whose fault, you know, is that a fault on their end or or is it, you know, is that one of the reasons why it should be in writing so they can put a clause down saying, you know, you have yeah, to... Yeah, it's, 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 one, it's one argument for having everything written down so you know... I mean, it's one of the good things about a contract is everything that they're going to expect from you is written there and it can't, it can't uh, creep and get bigger as you go along. Yeah. So 
So loss of autonomy, you may need to conform to your sponsor's expectations or requests, which could limit your creative freedom or autonomy. So say I, I want to go to, say I'm sponsored by um, H2Ocean and I want to go to an event that is uh, put on by Hustlebutter. I might not be allowed to go. You know, by either of those companies, like H2O Ocean might, might say, no, you can't, we don't want you to go there. Hustle Butter might go, no, we don't want you here. You know, which is, you know, given my relationship with Richard Bulldog is fucking very likely, but that's a whole <laughs> other story. But so even though I might want to go, I might be restricted by companies or restricted by the sponsorships that I've got. So now, the other one is you get reputational risks. Just to jump in on that one. Like, like so say, for example, right, if, if you are sponsored by somebody and they're telling you that you cannot go to an event. They are basically preventing you from potentially making an income. So are they going to then, you know, do you, are you then entitled to turn around and go, well, I could have gone to that show and made X amount of money. You're preventing me from doing it. Either give me the money or fuck well, off. Well, no, what, what they'll do is they go, well, go then if you want to go, but that's the end of your sponsorship though. It's as simple as that. So they don't um, demand on paper, exclusivity, but you have to be exclusive, otherwise you're not getting any more stuff and you're not the deal's done. So then you run into another problem when you do deals with other companies, reputational risks. So if, you, if your sponsor becomes embroiled in a controversy or a scandal, it could negatively impact your reputation by association. So your, your public image becomes entwined with that of your sponsor. Yeah. Um, and that could lead to uh, potential damage to your career. You know, so, um, you know, any you can think of any time where companies have got in hot water for, for different, you know, for different behaviour and all of the artists there, you know, all of a sudden are really worried. Oh, it's not, I'm nothing to do with that, I'm nothing to do with it, but you are, you know. So you're, you know, that's the way it works. So you're, you're the face linked. and the representative of the company, you know. Well, yeah, you become the poster boy of that stuff, right? Now, the, uh, the other one is a conflict of interest. So sponsorship agreements may create conflicts of interest. So uh, if you're sponsored by a company that provides unhealthy products, that might conflict with your personal values or mission. That's why whenever I'm I'm kind of offered anything like this, you know, it, a lot of the time I turn it down because they don't align with what I believe in. You know, they don't do business the way I would like to see companies do business. So I say, no, you know, thanks very much, but no, thanks, but no, thanks, yeah. right? Um, and that's a lot of the reason why I turn that stuff down. Um, the one, one of the ones that's really important to me personally is perceived authenticity. So some consumers and audiences may perceive sponsored artist content as less authentic. So, you know, if not managed carefully, that can erode the trust your own trust with your followers. So if I'm on here every week going, oh my God, this is a game changer, you got to do this. After a little while you go, yeah, but it was a game changer last week and the, the one before that was a game changer. Yeah. But that's because I'm being told I've got to say everything's a game changer and I'm pandering to the needs of my sponsor. Yeah. Uh, and actually the person who gets hurt out of it can be you. Right? And I can think of a number of YouTubers that have been mentioned in our comments when people have gone, I'm sick of this person reviewing every new product as the, the greatest thing they've ever seen. Oh, it's fucking annoying, well, that's because mate. they're being paid to say everything's the greatest thing. So what happens is you don't trust them anymore and you come and watch one of Chris's reviews because he's not pandering to any sponsors. You know? <laughs> you know? Interestingly enough, right, I tattooed somebody today. So they're in the, 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 like the, the film industry, camera industry and things like that. And they were saying like a lot of the camera companies like we were mentioning to them like there was a, a specific YouTuber out there that was making videos 
sharing all the good and the bad points about the products that they make, but they they were saying how they get frustrated and how they don't like they don't like it when people kind of like go out there and you know do twelve minute videos talking about oh this is crap and they should change this and this should change that and I'm like. But that's what you need to listen to is like the people give in the good and the bad points. But it was quite interesting to you know to hear that you you even in a, in a different industry, you know the brands they don't like it and they they would rather pay people to say good things than uh, have honest but, feedback. Yeah, but see what you've what you've got to remember, Chris, is where we're in with with this stuff is um, YouTube is not a place that companies want to go to look for feedback. They don't go to social media to look for feedback and they don't want any feedback on those uh, because they'd have a focus group for feedback. What All they're interested in on things like YouTube and social media, you know, Instagram and, and all that sort of stuff is promotion. Yeah. So they don't want to see 12 minutes of somebody going, yeah, but the button's too small and it's in the wrong place. They just want somebody going, oh my God, this is the greatest thing. Look how fantastic it is. It's this is their promotion channel. A lot of companies don't actually care about feedback. It's not when we're talking about pro team means, you know, promotional yeah. team. But how many companies actually use their pro team to um, look at their products? How many pro team members? I don't think there's anybody uses the pro team as R and D because they do all the R and D before they even go out to the to the market. Yeah. That's it's all taken care of well before and they decide in-house this is the this is the thing. So when they come to promoting it, if you go back and go, well I think you should change this and you should do that, they go, dude, it's in the box. This is the production version. We ain't changing shit. You know, either give it a, a good review or forget it. So that's that's where you run into all these um I I, I don't know, just fucking you know, like, like problems of dealing with companies. Generally, dealing with companies is um, it's it's a bit of a minefield, I think, because if you've got um, you know an idea like Chris is like, I well, like if I'm going to join your pro team, I want to be part of the R and D side of it. They'll go, mate, you're a promotional thing. We just want your followers. We don't give a shit about anything else. And you have to understand that but that's, that's what you're being asked to, to pay, do, isn't it? Well, see now is that that's the thing. So. Ultimately, sponsorship deals, and I'm, I'm going to break this down for you now. It depends on whether you do them or whether you don't do them. Depends on your goals and values, right? Um, it might be if you're sitting here right now. I'll save you some time. If you're sitting here right now, going, Paul, I don't give a shit. As long as I get free shit, I'll sign anything. I'll juggle it on YouTube and tell people how it's great, whether it's crap or not. I don't care. As long as I get free shit, I'm fine. Stop watching this video now because the sponsorship deals are all for you. Go off and do a hundred sponsorship those with as many companies as you can because it'll be absolutely fine. However, if you've got uh, a brand that you want to protect uh, and a name and and an authenticity that you that you want to look after, you need to look into the sponsorship deals a little bit more carefully yeah. and think about what it is that you're actually doing because um, it, it, I'm not in that group all the people that have switched the video off now know that they've they've gone i'm not like those guys um i will only do certain deals with certain companies for very specific reasons and ultimately when i break all this down for you um i think you'll see that not only do we need as artists um, do we need to look very carefully at the deals that we do? But I think the companies themselves that are offering these deals really need to start looking at um, 
you know, as hopefully, you know, you'll wise up a little bit, you know, because I, I think if you read Chrissy's post on Der Morrison's thing that Richie Bulldog shared, I think you can you can kind of hear the ghost of Paul in between the lines there. You can tell that Chris has been listening to me and having conversations with me about this shit for about three years. Uh, and I would hope that this would happen to you as well, because I would like you to be a little bit more clued it's, in. It's about knowing, knowing your value. Hey, do you know what the value is? Basically doing your due diligence, right, about like the different brands you work with and so on yeah it's like say for example like you've got brands uh, especially with like you know reels and and all the other different formats of tiktok like brands are asking for a lot more than what they were asking for 10 years ago it used to be just like a hashtag and like you know we were asked yeah. to do we were, we were we were offered a pro team deal with with a certain company and like we were reading all the stuff that we had to do and it's just like you have to do this you have to do this many posts you have to make videos promoting our products you have to do this 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 you have to buy our stuff and we will give you like a little bit of a discount each month. And I'm like, right, so I'm paying to be on your pro team and taking the time out of my day to make videos. I think that's got to change. I think all of that's got to be re-looked at. Hopefully you guys get the sus a little bit more as I start explaining to you the way things work and you hear this a few times, you'll start expecting more and you'll know your worth. And that's the whole point of this. You have to know what this fucking shit is worth that you've done. If you're going to spend 60% of your fucking time building a social media following and doing all of that work that you've got no interest in, you should at least get paid when somebody else wants to use it. You pay your pee, that's fucking loads of work to be done for you, isn't it? So you've got brands, right, that the owners of the brands over a period of 10 years have gone from, you know, don't get me wrong, they've worked hard, but so has their pro teams and all the people that get their free shit, right? I was getting, do you know what happens if you pay peanuts? You get monkeys. You get monkeys. So why do they, so why do they think that, you know, these companies, I'm going to give you a product that doesn't cost me more than a couple of quid to produce, and I'm going to ask you to do, you know, a, 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 a big amount of work. I'll, I'll give you the numbers in a minute. Um, for in return for it and then when people start finding out going hang on a minute I've spent all this time building this massive social media following to promote my tattooing and you want to give me something that's not worth more than a few pounds for something that I could charge a lot of money for what happens is this is why these artists are, are doing this to take a modern term quiet quitting where they just go oh I'll just keep taking the product until you notice and then when that happens I go oh I can't be I'm not tagging you anymore I can't be bothered it's too much hassle for for what you send me and and that's when it comes down to this exchange of value I'll use one of my sponsors as an example um, now one of my sponsors does what I think is a very standard deal I've been sponsored by them for a very long time and they send me 250 pounds worth of product every three months so that's a thousand pounds worth of product per year right so that's what i get i don't get anything else i don't get any, there's no guarantee of promotion there's no uh, no boots yeah. anywhere uh, no travel is covered you know all that sort of stuff uh, i am expected to put their logo on my banner in the booth and i am expected to have uh, their product in my booth with the logos facing forward so that they can be seen. Um, I also get hit up and asked to do promotional stuff for them, which I never do um, because I don't see the fucking point. Uh, <laughs> and in return, so I get, and now the reason I don't do this is it's very simple, right? My deal was done verbally with the owner, right? And none of this was discussed. It was like, I really like your work. I want to send you some stuff. I really like your aftercare. Here's the thing, right? 
But I, th I checked the other day, otherwise I would not know. I've got 47,000 followers on Instagram, right? Which is not enormous by any stretch of the imagination, but it's not peanuts either, right? You know, it's not, it's not small, right? Now, the way it works in every other area of marketing is because they're engaging in what the closest sponsorship sort of framework I can find is social media influencer. So they're coming to me and going, you got your 47,000 followers on Instagram. We'd like to access them. A good percentage of those people will be tattooists that are following your work. Um, and we'd like them to know that you use and endorse our product so that we can pick up uh, a, a few people who will go, well, Paul uses that. He, he swears by it. Maybe I'll give it a go. This does work, right? And it's it, it's in use, not just in tattooing, everywhere in the fucking world, right? So, but in the world of marketing, which I come from, um, the rule of thumb is that for that kind of service, I should be charging £100 per 10,000 followers per post, which means if they do ask me to to set to do something, juggle their product and tell people how much I like it, uh, and and post that on my social media, that's four hundred and seventy pounds yeah. per post, right? Which means in return for all of the product that they send me, I owe them two posts a year. That's no tagging, no hashtags, nothing. I just owe them two yeah. posts a year. That's it, right? Now, if I only posted two times a year they would Im immediately be on the phone crying. And I know exactly who would be on the phone crying because it's always the same fucking person who, who also talks to me like I'm an employee as well, which annoys the shit out of me. Um, now, And this is the kind of treatment that you can expect when they're telling you all about family and love and respect, man, and it's all this and it's all that. Uh, actually, what you get is a DM that uh, basically talks to you like a... It tells you off like a naughty employee. And that's how it works. Um, to, and I never bother responding to them because I never, I never Dude, bother. We, we, have, we can know. do that back, though, though. I, I think what tattooists need to realise is, like, we can do that back. It's like, if you're looking at, if you're sponsored by somebody and you're noticing that they're not sharing your work, you know, message them and just be like, why aren't you sharing my work? No, they work? don't guarantee. That, what they'll say is they'll say that we don't guarantee that we will share your work. We, we don't have any responsibility for promotion because that's the standard thing, right? So if you knew... You know, because you, you might be sitting there with 100,000 followers. That's a grander post for these companies. So if they're sending you some free stuff and you're posting for them, they're saving a grand every time yeah. you do it, right? Every single time. Now, you times that by how many times you post for them throughout the year and then times that by the amount of artists they've got. That's the volume and the, 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 the amount they're saving from the fact that you don't know what you're worth. And it's not just you, it's every other tattooist out there who's willing to go, really? Okay. It's why every rec every musician out there is absolutely fucked because somebody a while ago, uh, you know, in the 1920s, was prepared to, to go... Yeah, okay, so you, in every in every pound, you get 87 pence, I get 13p. Great. Where do I sign that deal? And now it becomes a thing, right? Like, so that's their standard fucking format. And what needs to happen is, and it won't happen this, every sponsored artist needs to dump all their sponsors and say, no, fuck off, pay for promotion. The problem is that just like any picket line, uh, you'll always have scabs, who will cross the picket line and go, I'll have free products yeah. and I'll promote whatever you want. I'll do everything that you want. And so what you find is 
that if you're an artist like me, that um, will we'll take a sponsorship, but will only do stuff that fits within my brand's um, like beliefs and you know my brand's you know branding uh, and our tone of voice and all that sort of stuff then you won't get any of your stuff shared. If you're prepared to be a performing seal for these people and, you know, put on their hat and put on their T-shirt and clap the clappy clap song and, you know, and dance around and all that, they'll share your yeah. shit every day of the week. But what you're actually doing is you're working for them as promotion. And you're not getting paid. You know, you're becoming one of... And you're not getting paid. You are you are giving them potentially thousands and thousands of pounds worth of work for what can only be uh, described as magic beans. It's like going to the going to the market with a cow and coming back with magic do, beans. Do you know what, you know? what frustrates me as well, right, with, with this whole thing? It's like, again, this goes back to, like, you've got some companies out there that are making millions, millions each year, right? And and they're like, again, they're all yeah. like, oh, yeah, family, 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 and all this bullshit. But then, like, you'll have one of their pro team artist or somebody that they work with will have a signature ink set and this artist is one of the best art black and grey artists in the world um i remember seeing a post he put up and he was saying like how you know f- people think that he's absolutely loaded but he's not you know he's tattooing every now and then he's not as busy as what people may think and he's not making as much money but then you got this other person then that is using their name to sell products and they're not giving them a kickback. No. I, I, I know a few brands that do it where they will, you know, and I'm not saying every brand does, but I, I know there's like, you know, one ink brand specifically I know does this where they have signature sets, they use people's names. And I've spoken to the artists and they're like, oh yeah, we don't get any money. No. We just get like our own fucking set of ink. And I'm like, you don't yeah. get any money. They're selling that purely based on the fact that it's your signature set and yeah. you don't get any money from it. And I'm like, that's What mental. they should be doing is having smaller teams, right? Because they can't afford to do this level of promotion. They should have smaller teams and they should promote those, give offer promotion. You know, we'll promote you across their social media and we'll treat you properly and we'll, you know, we'll pay you as well. Because, you know, the product should come for free, Right. And on, but payment should also come with it. The, 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 what you're doing is you're receiving product as payment. Now, I would do that if the product, you know, like if, you're, if your name is fucking Harry Gibson and you make Gibson guitars and you want to send me six Gibson guitars to play on my next you album. You fucking dance like a monkey, like he will. All fucking good. <laughs> I'd be dancing I'd be dancing like a clap. I'd be doing the happy clappy monkey dance for them because they're, like, they're three grand a go, right? So... But, like, if you're essentially going to go, I'll give you some face cream, and I'll give you two tubs of face cream, or, what, some soap and water, or, um, you know, it, it don't strike me as a particularly good fucking deal. Like, you know, it's like, pay me. Fucking pay me. Right? And they go, we, we can't pay you. It's fa- We're family. It's like, you haven't shared any yeah. of my fucking work since before the pandemic. You know, I had to remind one of my sponsors when they were complaining... Uh, about the fact that I I don't tag them in post that they hadn't shared a piece of my work for four years. Fucking hell. And I'm like, what the fuck? Now, as it is, it doesn't really matter. I do all my promotion for myself I, and I don't rely on this sort of stuff and I wouldn't recommend that you do it because um, 
if you find yourself as the ginger-haired stepkid, then you won't get it. Unless you're prepared to do, to literally be their puppet, then they won't, you know, they're only interested in family if everybody does what the head of the family says regardless. Now, for a bit of balance, I do know that there are companies out there that will, for instance, put on a row at conventions. You know what I mean? They'll they'll buy a row of booths and they put in the artists. But if you're not one of their favoured artists and you haven't got a big enough Instagram following, it. you ain't getting a booth. You know, it's only going to be their top five people that they want, right? So, so that's what, who should be the pro team. They, that should be the pro team. Yeah, exactly. So the pro, te- the pro team should be the five people that they want to actually promote and work and with. And they should take them around the world. Like they, they should literally that. Like if, if they, if they've got they fit top five yep. favorite artists, that should be the pro yep. team. They're the ones they should take them around the world, and you know, or pay for them to go to conventions. Yep. It's like you know that that's where there is the exchange of value. It's like if I, if somebody turned around to me tomorrow and said like 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 if I go to Hopefully you're going to do some conventions next year for that tattoo show. And Paul is. And the only brand that I'm going to be advertising on the booth is myself and that tattoo show. And if any of my sponsors turn around to me and say, why ain't we there? I'm going to be like, because you ain't paid for anything. Yeah. Do you mean? Because like, unless you, you know, if they, if they pay for the booth or the hotel or contribute to it in some way, I'll be like, I'll put your banner up. If you don't contribute towards it, you know, because it's like race car drivers, isn't it? We're, we're basically like, like race car drivers, right? When we go to tattoo conventions, we have all the stickers, all the all the logos, right? But we're not getting paid. Like race car drivers get paid to have those stickers and everything, and they get given the free products. Do you know what I mean? One way I look at it, right? It's like I don't see the point in having like products facing forwards at conventions because the people that are walking around are people that want to get tattooed. They don't give a fuck what you use to tattoo with. Right. And we're the, we're the benefit of, of, of let's say artist promotion comes in handy is when you're in the bar and you're talking to your mates and your mates are like, so what are you using then? And then you, that's where you go, well, actually, I use this product. No, I'm on their protein, but I'm on their protein because I like the product. Yeah. That's where, in our industry, I think the promotion works I think, I mean, you or don't even have to you be online. told it personally. I mean, I've definitely bought ink and tattoo machines because my favourite artists use them. And, um, you know, I've looked at it and gone, that, that works, works really well. I wonder if that'll work for me. Uh, I think it, def- it definitely works. Um, and, and quite honestly, you know, I don't think, uh, tattoo equipment is so expensive that it's not, um, that there's a, any great saving to be honest with you. You know, like, I mean, when I'm tour- when I was touring with the band, you know, if, if my, my fucking backline and my touring guitars, there's six fucking guitars on the road with me and, you know, and, and two amps and, and all of the gear with me, that's a lot of fucking dough, you know, cause you need redundancy you know, you need backups of everything. So, like, if you normally play with one amp on stage, you need two in case one goes down. You know, all that sort of stuff. That's a lot of money. Those things are expensive, right? Like, I need a spare bottle of red ink. It's 20 quid. You know what I mean? It ain't... Um, it's not really... You know, I mean, when I when I did a lot of conventions, I had all of my convention set was permanently packed. I had a duplicate machine. Like I said, I ended up with six injectors around the world, you know, just in mates' shops. Yeah. Um... Because it's it, like, I wouldn't leave, you know, six Les Pauls lying about. Half dozen bottle sets of ink. It's like, no big deal. I don't really see the need for it um, or 
or why I would need to do that. You know, for me, uh, if a company came to me and said, we, you know, we want to sponsor you, um, I would be looking at all the other stuff they do beyond the product. It's like, you know, what are you, what are you actually going to do? Cause I can just buy that if I want it. It's like, it's 20 quid, yeah. mate. Like I'm like, I don't see the, the need. So, uh, before we go, Shall we, what's our perfect sponsorship there? What should Richie Bulldog be offering people and what should uh, Morrison be offering people if they want them to carry on tagging and doing that, you know? Because, you know, like I'm, I'm sure these guys, you know, are not doing this maliciously. It's just that they'll carry on doing this for as long as we put up with it and it won't change until the tattoos go, nah, mate, I'm not interested, nah. And when they start realising, they'll have to start going shit, nobody wants to do this deal anymore. It's like, yeah, change the deal. So what would you do? Give me the product that I need to be able to do my job and promote your brand as well as I can via tags. Uh, if you want me to do anything like go to conventions, you got to pay towards the conventions. If you want me to make videos, you got to pay me for the videos. Yeah. And you've got to share my fucking shit just as much as you want me to share your shit. See, I, I wouldn't have any of that. And basically, the way I what I want is I want you know when I talk to the sponsor, I go uh, have a look at Michael Jordan's deal with Nike, right? And what I'm looking for in a sponsor is somebody that loves my work as much as I do and will get behind it. And then I need to be I need to be so into the product that I will defend it to the death. That's what I want. I don't want to promote it. I don't want to be dancing. I don't want to be hashtagging it. What I want to do is use it and make amazing fucking tattoos everywhere in the world and and they share them because Michael Jordan didn't do fucking Nike adverts. He just he just did Michael Jordan. Do you know what I mean? He just did the Jordan thing. Yeah, right? yeah, no, I, I get so that. So let me, so to me, a sponsorship deal is you help me become... Uh, the Michael Jordan of tattooing and on the way I'll fucking uh, promote your brand by being amazing you put a tattoo machine in my hands that turns me into the Michael Jordan Michael of Jordan got paid though of course he got fucking paid that's what happens he's supposed to get fucking uh, but, but, paid uh, no yeah and so yeah but that's what I'm on about like I feel like in tattooing right I feel like there's not that level of understanding. I feel like you you literally have to be as specific as what I was in. You you have to go to these companies and say you have to pay me for this stuff. You can't get it for fuck. No, all. I think I think what, I mean? the, 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 what you should be looking for is is companies that are as as passionate. A company that will go. We're going to make you a shoe that is currently illegal on a basketball court. We believe in you yeah. so much that we will pay the fine every time you appear in the illegal shoe yeah. that we're making for you. Now, that's the kind of relationship I want with a product. If not, then I'll go buy it. But you it. won't get that in tattooing. No, of course I won't. That's why I don't do many sponsorship deals, because there's there's nothing like that in tattooing, because everybody's too short-sighted and too fucking penny-pinchy, penny-pinchy. That's what they're like. They're just too fucking small-minded. That sponsorship deal is, is called unobtainium. I don't think it is. I don't think it is. I think I think there's people out there. It's just that, uh, you know, they're not they're not in the world of tattooing. I think that, you know, and that's why I you know, I'm very protective. Not in tattooing, so what you're saying you? is there's nobody in tattooing that's as passionate about tattooing as Nike is about sport. That's what you're saying. No, there's not. They're just uh, There's nobody in tattooing 
that's just, that's that's that no, passionate they, that believes in the shit that much. That sponsorships know your worth, mate. Uh, that's that's basically what it is. Uh, my advice would be don't fucking do them. Uh, just buy your shit and get on with it. Be a free agent and be punk as fuck. We've got this has been that tattoo show. I hope that's been food for thought at the very least. Uh, I've been punk. Chris. Tell the lawyer, tell the judge, tell the priest, tell all them brands out there that we ain't fucking buying it for magic beans. Like you're gonna have to start paying for it. And we'll see you next week. Take care, guys. Bye. Mm-hmm.